podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. All right, we're here for another FinFans podcast. With me is Louis Argoni. Hello, happy Dolphins. Should be happy. We're going right? to the playoffs, Lewis. Yes, we're in the playoffs. We're going the Buffalo. <laughs> that's we're that's in the unfortunate part. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we're banged up a bit. But, hey, we came away with a win yesterday. It was ugly, and it was excruciatingly painful. My God. Oh, boy, did they, I mean, did we really, really have to sweat it out like that, Mike? I mean, my goodness, we can't, we just can't get of our, out of our own way at times, you know? Um, well, we do make some mistakes, I mean, if that's what you're talking about. Well, the mistakes, you know, they're definitely part of it, but even before the game starts, you know, with the injuries, you know, the quarterback situations, we can't not, we, we can not only keep our starting quarterback healthy, but our backup can't stay healthy. And even our third string quarterback got hurt this year, you know, and then we lose Mozart and we have Hill coming in and out of the game and then Waddle gets hurt late. Yeah. It, and then um, the, the guy we picked up, um at tackle actually started for us we just picked him up recently and he became a starter what's his name man or whoever he was actually out as well another tackle i mean it just never never ends we just you know it's like we're snake bitten you know before the game even starts now you know then we go into the game and you know we take two steps forward and take one step backwards over and over again due to just again, not lining up properly, you know, um, illegal shifts, stupid stuff that I just can't figure out why they do it week in and week out. You know, I, I say this over and over again. I hate repeating myself, but doggone it. If, if these things are happening, then, you know, you, you've got to talk about them. Um, you know, bad snaps 20 yards over the quarterback's head, you know, on a nice drive that we put together that, yep. that stalled that one. That killed that drive. It killed it. You know, a little bit of, um, you know, we get down to the eight-yard line and we try to get fancy pants down there and we lose like 11 yards on a running play, you know, um, you know, which we wound up uh, kicking a field goal on. I mean, that I think yeah, was but that was deep. execution. There were just blocks missed. Oh, horrible blocks. Yep. I mean, just... I mean, I think, what, who was it? Was it Gusecki, Mike, that missed the block on that? I don't know who missed it. I just know they came right in on him, and that, that can't yeah. be. You know, no, you, you can't. can't have that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you look, you, you look at the offense, and you kind of figured that, you know, it was going to be somewhat of a struggle. Did you think it was going to be that much of a struggle? No. What I, what I think should have happened, if I remember the announcers correctly, they had said that uh, – uh, Williams was slow to get over there on that particular play, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, you know, regardless of the situation, yeah, neither here nor there. It's it's not what you want on you know when you, when you're threatening to score. You want to you want to take that drive and bring it in the end zone. Yeah, just ram it down. You know, the quick hitters. I like to you know down inside. You know, I, you know I watched the Detroit Green Bay game last night, and you know they line up Mike, and you know they have this Williams, the running back. I mean, he's got 17 touchdowns this yeah. year, and they don't try to fool you. They line up and they just say, "Hey, we're running at you. Stop us," and that's that. You know. Um, maybe they don't have enough confidence in the offensive line to move some people, but you know, when you get inside the, you know, inside the 10, you know, you like to see a little bit of power, three, four yards, a couple carries, get it down in close, you know, something, you know, quick, quick inside handoff, you know. So before they can even react, you got three or four yards. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, you, you can't, you know, we can't complain because they, they were extremely shorthanded. Um, you know, the offensive line played a really, really poor game. I don't know, Mike, what they grade out at? That's one thing we didn't talk about. I know we talked a little bit about grades, you know. Well, Hunt, Hunt had a good grade. He was 80.2. Right. Connor Williams had a good grade, 77.3. He did have some mistakes in the game, which mm-hmm. we kind of talked about. And there was, there was, you know, the high snap, as, as mm-hmm. you said. Right. Let's see who else. Uh Robert Jones, 62. Brandon Shell, 61.4. Not bad. I mean, pass blocking wise, Mike, um, are those, those are overall grades. Those are overall grades. I'm curious grade, yes. about the uh, pass blocking grades. Well, Shell so. had a 48.7. Yeah, I see. They go way down, I think. Yep. You know, and, the, well, not all of them. Uh, okay. Connor Williams, 57.4. Uh, Hunt, 82.7. And let's see, Greg Little, 70.5 as far as pass blocking and run blocking, 47.4. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I'll tell you what, Hunt, Hunt should be a Pro Bowl player as well. Is he, is he an alternate? I know no, we had a couple of guys think, in all alternates. So. I, mean, I, he, he, I think he was deserving. I think he's had an outstanding year. He has. You know, going forward, Mike, you know, with this football team, you know, he's one of the guys that, you know, you, you're just happy that we have him on the football team because I think he's going to be, you know, uh, an anchor, you know, across that offensive line for us. I mean, he's a guy that, um, you know, I, I feel you absolutely have to get under contract going forward and, and have him on that offensive line because he's a beast. Yep, he's getting better every year, and that's what you want to see. And Absolutely. Same thing with Wilkins on the other side of the ball. Wilkins and Phillips, both. Yep, yep. yep. Phillips has been outstanding this this year. Um, he's getting better and better. Um, you know, I, again, you know, I talk about this all the time. I'd love for him to just get the sack. He's around the quarterback a lot. And, I mean, sometimes it has more to do with the pressure – opposite him that I think is, you know, is hurting him in a sense, you know, because I think that the other side has really struggled in regard to getting, you know, getting well, any kind of pass, pass rush grade yesterday was 90.7. It's phenomenal, right? Yep. I mean, you know, it's the guys I, you know, I believe lining up opposite, opposite of him, you know, the Ingrams and the, yep. and the Chubbs of the world. They're, they're, I don't think they're doing their job because, you know, you see a lot of pressure from him. And you just don't see the pressure coming from the other side. So anyway, you know, back to the football game yesterday. Um, you know, it, it, it was ugly. 
But it was a win. You know, as I looked around at the other teams that were competing for that playoff spot, you know, I had kind of a bad taste in my mouth, but as I looked at the other teams that are in and, you know, with, with the way the situation is now, Mike, with seven teams getting in, I mean, it's a little bit watered down. Sure um, is. You know, New England, I didn't feel was a playoff team, nor did I feel Pittsburgh was. Even though Pittsburgh's come on and they're playing a lot better with all the young guys they have there, they're definitely going in the right direction. You know, they, they still have some some issues on that football team as well. They've been playing a lot better football of late. But, you know, the Dolphins, you know, as I looked at it, were just as deserving. We have struggled with a lot of injuries this year. You know, that has definitely affected the football team. Um, you know, we'd probably have a few more wins under our belt if we could have stayed somewhat healthy. But, you know, and then on the other hand, you know, I look at it, Mike, and I say – Every team's dealing with injuries, you know, in one way or another. I mean, San Diego did all year with, you know, Mike Williams being out and Boza being in and out of the lineup. So, I mean, every team deals with injuries over the course of the year. So I think that all averages out as well. Well, some but teams have it worse than others. You look at the Bills, and then they have injuries. They had some in their secondary. But, you know, you look at their skilled players, their key players, and they're all there. Yes, exactly. I mean, they are. I mean, they've lost some guys in the secondary over the course of yep. the year, Mike. Um, That's what but I said. Off, yeah, offensively, um, you know, you're looking at you're looking at a situation where you know their receivers have stayed healthy all year, their running backs have stayed healthy. Josh Allen's been playing somewhat injured, but you know he's you know he's but been he's in playing. the lineup. He's playing right. game in and game out. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of like the survival of the fittest, right? I mean, right. That's well, what Mahomes didn't down. miss any time in Kansas City, right? Yeah, you've you've got to you've got to be fortunate. You really, really do, because it just takes one play, and you know, and you lose a key guy, whether it be offensive line wise or receiver, running back wise, whatever the case may be, quarterback especially, and. um you know, you really just have to be fortunate as you, you go through a football season. You know, when you look at, you know, you mentioned Buffalo. You know, when we played them, they had a lot of guys down in their secondary. And, and they held it together. You know, they do it. They have a good, solid 53 guys there. And, and that's why they're as successful as they are. You know, at some point, you know, we have to get to that. I mean, obviously, you're never going to have 53, like, solid, solid guys. But you need more than what we have on our roster. You know, I think that... You need enough so you can field a, a, an effective uh, special teams unit, you know? Yeah. Oh, oh, the special teams are just hideous, you know, on our football team. And that's, you know, that's basically, you know, you, you look at the, the backups and the guys that we draft that, you know, specifically for maybe special teams. They're special team type, type players. And, you know, it just hasn't... They, they haven't developed. They haven't developed in the, you know, in the maybe possible uh, position players, um, whatever the case may be. I mean, it, it's just not there. I mean, as you look at the roster, there's, there's a lot of question marks about guys that we've drafted and where, where they're going to land if they're even going to be with the team going forward because they really haven't made a lot of progress. I think we talked about a few of the guys that have but um, there's quite a few that I don't haven't. know if you noticed, but Uzakama had a catch yesterday. Yeah, how about that? And he was active, I think, for what, the first time this year? Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you've got you've got a situation, Mike, where um, they have to have a third leg. You know, I've said it. You know, yeah. Gasicki kind of stepped up. Him and Smite. I mean, combined yesterday. That's what you want. You know, out of your tight end position. You know, they had some catches in the game, and it was great to see. You know, it's something that you know that I've that we we've both been calling for for you know for the whole season, or at least you know the second. Well, half if they're the trying season. to take away your receivers, you you've got to have an answer, and yeah. the logical answer is the tight end. I mean, it's just that's a that's a natural progression. Absolutely, or that you know your your number three and four receivers, right? Mike. But they're I mean, hurt. Uh, yeah. you know, Wilson's hurt. Yeah, Wilson's hurt, but you know, there's other guys on this team. Like as you mentioned, he's a comma and um, Craycraft and yeah. Sherfield. There's other guys, but you know, yesterday it was really nice to see the the combination of Gesicki and um, Smythe combined for almost a hundred yards between them, if you yep. can believe it, on seven catches. I mean, Smythe played forty six plays and uh, Gesicki played twenty five. Right. Yep. I mean, you know, but combined again, you know, seven catches for almost 100. I think they were close to 90, actually. But hey, you know, it's production. And that's what you need. I mean, when we go up to Buffalo this week, you know, that's what you're going to need. You're going to need another element, you know, another another option, another, you know, teams look at us. And they don't, I mean, you saw how wide open Smythe was on that one pass, yes. that 26-yard complete. Yes. The same thing with Gusecki on his 32-yard catch. They were wide open because teams understand that when they play us, we're looking at our two guys, and that's who they're defending. I mean, if our quarterbacks looked at some of these other guys, Mike, I think it's there all the time. It's there all, it has to be. Because there's always three or four guys around Hill, and there's always two or three guys around Waddle. So that means that these guys are man-to-man, or they're just running wide in a zone-type coverage that's basically favoring our receivers wherever they're going. So, you know, they just our quarterbacks just have to be patient and have to make a play develop and get the ball into the hands of our tight ends and our other receivers on this team. And I I think we'd be a lot more successful. That's interesting because, you know, they, they, it's a quick passing offense, Lou. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it affords the quarterback time to sit back there and, you know, count to 10. Well, Mike, he doesn't need 10 seconds to get the ball down the field. I mean, obviously they're capable of doing it because they did it quite a few times yesterday. They hit on two big passes down the field the bottom line is is that once a guy breaks you know into the open you know 10 yards down the field you throw the ball up and it's it's a big play right now if you look at waddle and hill's numbers of late they're going down it doesn't matter who we've played their numbers are way down from the first i mean obviously stop scoring points (laughs) way down yeah well it's not a you know sometimes mike you know like like we i talked about at the beginning that you get in close and you have penalties or you have bad snaps or whatever that hold up drives, but guys are putting numbers up. Well, you know, our, our receivers, their numbers in the second half are way, way down. I mean, way down compared to what we were doing early on. You know, so if you look at the game yesterday, you know, in the numbers, I mean, Waddle had five for 44 and Hill had two for 23. I know he was hurt quite a bit, but, you know, he've, he's had games similar to this 
um, of late. You know, both of them have. I mean, Waddle's had a couple of games where, you know, there, there was a two-game span where I think he had a total of three catches. Um, so, you know, it's got to come from somewhere else in our passing game. Um, you know, I felt the run game yesterday was just absolutely outstanding. Um, you know, Mozart was just, I mean, he was running like a, I mean, you love to see that effort, right? I mean, running over guys, running through tackles. I mean, as we talked yesterday, you threw a number at me, or we may have talked after the game. What was the, what was the number that he had for, you know, after contact yardage? It was 41 yards, I believe. Which is, which is more than half of, he had 71 yards rushing. Yep. So yep. 41 of those 71 yards came after contact. And God, that's what you love to see. You know, as, as you're looking at the team as a whole, you know, and you're looking at the physicality on both sides of the football, right? I mean, this is a guy that, you know, you're like, wow, that's what you want to see. You want to see a physical effort. You know, him running over guys. It, it, it was just, it was fun to watch, wasn't it? It really was. Of Some course. of those runs were just outstanding, you know. Unfortunately, he broke his thumb, so I don't yeah. think he'll play this coming week. Well, let's hope that they wrap it up and he can hold the football with his left hand or I don't know what hand he broke, you know, what thumb he broke. But, you know, my, damn it, Mike, get him out there, man. It's it's playoff time, brother. Got to have him. <laughs> Got to have him, brother. Got to have him. I don't know if I want a running back with a cast on his thumb. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a finger. It's a thumb. I know. You know, he can get by with that. He may uh-huh. not be able to catch a pass, but, you know. Um, well, my concern is fumbling. Yeah. No, that's, that's, definitely, that's definitely an issue. But, um, you know, they've got all kinds of things nowadays, Mike. You know, soft, soft cast and all that kind of stuff that uh, get them out there. This is football. It's 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 January playoff football. Got to be out there. All these guys got to be out there. You know, broken bones are a little bit better in the fingers than the hamstrings and the groins and stuff like that. Those are really tough to play through. You know. Yep. But um, anyway, uh, so we pull out the win yesterday. Mike, talk about the defense a little bit because I mean we're on the Facebook page and I mean. I, I don't understand why people are so down and out on Boyer, the job he's done coaching this defense and the defense as, as a whole. I mean, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Because I'll tell you mine. I think people need to sit back, relax, and watch the football game. They spend too right. much time bitching. Yeah, you know, uh, you, you know, you, you, this guy Boyer has been behind the eight ball since the minute the season began. Right. Uh, you know, with uh, the Byron Jones thing. And, uh, you know, that was one of the two most important pieces of our defense, you know, uh, the other being Xavier. Right. And, uh, you know, Xavier's play has slipped and, and he didn't have Byron Jones. So he, he's got problems. Now, fortunately, uh, Kahoo has helped a little bit. Right. Uh, you know, he's played pretty well, but he's, he's not. You know, he's not uh, experienced in, in playing the defense that we're playing. Right. And, uh, you know, as far as you look at our linebackers and, you know, everybody loves Landon Roberts. Right. And uh, I get it. You know, he's a hard hitter and this and that, but he's really not a great football player, you know. He's limited. He's limited. 
And there's a lot of weaknesses on that defense that teams can exploit. And people just need to understand that. You know, it's it's not a complete unit. So, you know, you've got a bunch of, of second and how many cornerbacks did we lose? I mean, we lost Byron Jones. We lost Trill Williams. Who else did we lose? Early? Need him. Yeah, need him. We've so, lost Brandon Jones yeah. at the safety position. Rose been in and out of the lineup. Um, you know, you can say next man up, next man up, and that sounds good, and it really does, but it doesn't always work like you hope it will because that second guy isn't as good as the first guy. And, and you can't down, play the defense you want. Go ahead, Mike. Right. And when you're down to your third or fourth guy, there's definitely a drop-off. So yeah. we're experiencing some of that, and Boyer's tried to make the best of it. You know, he got caught with his pants down a few weeks ago, I guess, you know, when he when he had the, the defense at the goal line, you know, on third down, which wasn't the smartest call ever. But uh, by and large, I think he's done a pretty good job with what he has. I honestly do. We'd like to throw a shout-out to DraftKings for sponsoring our show, and uh, here's a little message, and we'll be right back. Guys, I'm excited. The NFL playoff picture is locked in, and my go-to place for wild-card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild-card round this weekend. Just place any... NFL bet of your choice, and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action's so good, why bet football playoffs anywhere else? Uh, Now, I do tend to bet once in a while, and I do like to bet on playoff games because they're fun. And uh, what we're looking at now is Miami's a 10-point underdog, assuming that Teddy Bridgewater is starting. So you got to watch the quarterbacks, but... uh, I'm probably more inclined to bet the over in this game. Uh, field conditions, uh, if they allow it. Uh, real sloppy field, you might want to go the other way. But uh, if the field is not too bad, I might like to play the over. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TPPN. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL and get $200 in free bets instantly. And that's only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. You know, Mike, you traded for a guy that really hasn't given you much um, in Chubb. Chubb, yeah. Um, you know, you put and now the he's pl- fighting injuries, so he's got... I don't know, right. a knee and this and that. You know, I, you it's put, just it's one thing after another. It's one thing after another. But you put the players in the position to make the plays. I mean, Holland, you know, he's another guy that, I mean, you know, people talk about he's, so, he's such a good football player. He's, this, he's, that. he's had a very disappointing season as far as I'm concerned. Um, his grade is kind of hit and miss from week to week. Um, he had one of the lowest grades this week. Uh, and we gave up six points. I mean, you know, you you want more Turner. You want more interceptions. You want him blowing up guys down the field a little bit more. You know, as you watch a football game week in and week out, there's very few times where you even, where you even hear his name, Holland's name, in anything. You know, whether it be, whether it be tackling or breaking up a play or intercepting a ball. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, that, that is still healthy. And just 
to me, has had somewhat of a disappointing season. You know, we were hoping for a Pro Bowl type player, and we didn't get that this year out of him. Um, so you combine that with all the injuries, and you've got a secondary that, to me, has played about as well as they possibly could. So, I mean, I don't understand. When you give up six points to an NFL football team, and I don't care whether it's Flacco quarterbacking or, you know, um, (laughs) Baker Mayfield, whoever, it, it doesn't make any difference. When you give up six points over the course of a whole football game against an NFL offense, you've done a pretty good job. I think so. You know, the Jets haven't scored in a month, but uh, you still got to hold them out of the end zone. You know, it doesn't matter what they haven't done. What matters is how you're playing them. Right. I mean, their running attack, I mean, Knight was their leading rusher with 22 yards on 12 carries. Yeah, they they miss Brees Hall, don't they? Yeah, they do. I mean, but you know what? Our run defense has been doing that to just about everybody, Mike. Um, You know, we gave up 149 yards passing the Flacco. I mean, the defense has done the job. And, you know, if people go back and they look at the numbers, I mean, even with X-Man being out last week against New England, you know, I felt the defense did a, a good enough job to win that football game. You know, had we not thrown, you know, Bridgewater thrown the pick six, that defense may have, may have played a good enough game to win it for us, you know. And this is with a, this is with a defense that would, was extremely shorthanded last week with Xavier Howard being out. So, you know, I don't understand why people are so critical of him um, because I felt that under the circumstance, I feel under the circumstances, he's done about a good as good a job as he possibly can with a lot of pieces missing. I mean, we talked about the guys in the secondary. You didn't mention Ogba, who's one of our best pass rushers. Um, You know, he's a key to our defense as well. I mean, you know, over the last two years, he's been our, you know, our best, one of our best defensive players. Playing hurt early on. And, you know, that, you know, you can't just sweep that under the rug either. I mean, so, you know, we're in a position where, you're talking about a coach that has really done, as far as I'm concerned, a very, very good job. You know, the offensive side has really let us down, in my opinion, over the last, you know, the second half of this season. I think that's where we've, we have failed because you've got talent there. You know, uh, Mozart proves when he's given the football, Mike. I mean, again, yesterday, average seven yards a carry. So for the season, I mean, this guy is literally probably at five and a half yards a carry. And, um, you know, uh, he's close to a grand, you know, rushing. You know, him and Wilson are a nice one-two combination. They went for over 140 yards yesterday. So, you know, they have the talent. You know, I think the problem, you know, with this football team in the second half of the season has been the offense just not being able to, to do enough in these football games to win your football games, especially late. You know, fourth quarter failures have just killed us. You know, yeah, interceptions like- and and just not, you know, and not converting third downs. It's happened over and over again. You know, they failed us. I can't argue. You know, the, the offense has been inconsistent, as you said. Mm-hmm. You know, so so how do you fix that? You know, we we had our ideas, and and they've done a little bit of it, but you know, still they're they're still making you know the mistakes that they shouldn't be making at this point in the year, right? 
you know, they're making training camp mistakes, you know. <laughs> yeah, and the, our offense just isn't good enough, you to know, at the, at, at the quarterback position right now, you know, to overcome these second and third and 15s. You know, Tua was doing an exceptional job on third downs. And, I mean, we haven't converted third and eights, third and 12s, third and 15s on a consistent basis for years. First half of this season, Tua was doing it on a regular basis. Tua were in the offense. The receivers were getting open, and he was hitting them. That's kind of gone out the window. Um, you know, we haven't seen a lot of that in the second half. You know, the conversions, even on third and shorts. You know, um, yesterday, I liked them sticking with the runs, Mike. Whoa, that was great to see, right? On third and threes, we actually ran the ball yeah. a few times and converted. Yeah. How they about that? Converted a fourth and wow. five, too. It's a revelation. Yeah. Mike, it's a revelation. You know, we didn't pass the ball on third and threes, third and four. Well, I mean, that's because Skyler was in there. <laughs> right. But, you know, it shows you that even with that, even with Skyler in there and to the threat of Tua throwing the football, you know, you would think that the Jets would be, you know, more inclined to say, hey, you know, they've got this third string quarterback in. We're going to just focus on the run. And I'm sure they were doing that. Yeah. And we were still able to convert. So I think that, you know, if in fact Tua plays this week or whoever plays this week, I think that, you know, when we face this Buffalo football team, the running game's essential. You know, if you want to stay in this game, they're going to have to run the football well. Um, they've proven they can do it. You know, they just have to do it. You know, you know, we, the, talk, you know we talked about this, you know, a few weeks ago when they played Buffalo. You know, you want to run the ball because you want to use as much of that clock as you possibly can exactly because as long as you're on the field josh allen isn't yep exactly i mean you saw what you know they put up what how many points on new england yesterday um you know they put 35 a little bit yeah Uh yeah i mean new england scored points but um you know in the end they still lost by you know well they had two kickoff returns right yep that kind of skews the score Yep, two kickoff to returns, but they moved the ball pretty well, too. I mean, Josh Allen threw a pick at the 10-yard line um, as they were driving, and they had some other drives yesterday. I mean, they moved the football pretty well on New England. You don't, what, what I'm getting at, Mike, is like you just mentioned, you don't want to really get into a shootout with them. You have to have some you know, five, six-minute, seven-minute drives against this Buffalo team to shorten the game because you don't want to just keep going three and out and scoring quickly and then putting the ball back in Allen's hands. That you um, gotta you gotta create turnovers. Yeah. You can't beat them if you're not getting turnovers. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Thompson's game, by the way, because you mentioned him. I thought under the circumstances he played well. I mean he looked like a seventh round draft pick, all things considered, but there were some things I thought he did well. He made a couple of uh, tight window throws that were accurate and uh, on target. He escaped the pocket when when the pressure was getting to him and, and extended plays, which is you know high on my list of quarterbacking. you know I think it's high on yours too. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. I mean it's it, it's vital. I mean yesterday, the amount of pressures and the amount of times that he could have been sacked and wasn't, you know, would have, <laughs> boy, I'll tell you what, you know, it, it was, it was crazy at times. I mean, they were draped yeah. all over him. I mean, I think Mike in the end, they only sacked him once. Yeah. And I mean, there were probably, 
a minimum of four or five other plays where I felt that you know they he could he could have been sacked and Tua or Bridgewater whoever else was in there would have probably been sacked in those certain yep. those situations. Yeah, the offensive line did not have a great game. No, no, I didn't think so. I thought they played a very very average football game. But you know, getting back- Williams and Hunt were good. Everybody else is mediocre. Yes. I mean, getting back to Thompson, you know, he didn't lose the game. I said this on the Facebook page. Right. And, you know, whereas I felt Bridgewater, you know, that, that one I mistake I mean, that's really that the most important thing, terrible. right? He, he didn't, he wasn't putting the ball up for grabs. He, right. You know, when it wasn't there, he was throwing it out of bounds. He wasn't, he wasn't taking chances. And I, I really respected the way he played the game, you know? Yes. You know, for a rookie and a seventh round rookie, I thought he did very, very well. You know, he's got some learning to do, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, he needs reps, but, you know, he looked really good as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with you 110%. I think that this Jet defense is, is as Tough. good or yeah. not better than Buffalo's defense. Um, Buffalo's defense is very good, but the Jet defense is really good. I mean, they have some guys that get after you, and their secondary is extremely strong. Yeah, I don't want to play either one of them. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. I mean, you know, you really don't. But um, you know, the bottom line is is that um, it's tough defense, and we were short-handed, obviously, with Armstead being out. Uh, you know, and then we lost another lineman, I believe, in the, in the middle of the game, didn't we? I yeah. know. I thought it was Hunt initially. Brandon Shell. I think it was later in the game, but Brandon Shell hurt his knee, and uh, they were going to do an MRI today. I didn't hear anything after that. You know, you you look at the game. You look at Thompson. You know, you, we talked about Mozart and Wilson. You're running the football well. You know, you sprinkle in the run, the waddle for nine yards and the Ahmed run for seven yards and woof, they had some nice, nice, you know, nice, nice successful runs against this jet defense. You're going to have to do much of the same in the passing game. The tight ends were involved and, uh, You're not you know, meet Buffalo with field goals. <laughs> you know, the result was nine points, Mike, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, what we needed sprinkled into this game was obviously, you know, Waddle and Hill making big plays and putting some points on the right. board. Um, you know, so we kind of, you know, we, we got a lot <laughs> from everybody else and we didn't get from our big guys. You know, you kind of want a mixture of that, you know, and, and but, that's yeah, what look, the good offense is. If the do. Jets are really taking them out of the game, then you, you're not going to force it with a you know, third string quarterback, right? You can't. Yeah, it's just not, it, you're not going to do that. And they knew that. That's why they did what they did. Well, Buffalo's going to do the same, Mike. And unfortunately, if we expect to win the game, they're going to have to challenge and our guys are going to have to step up and make plays. Well, Bridgewater, I think, is more capable, don't you? I, I, you know, uh, I, you would think so. I think they would give him a lot more leeway in regard to um, passing the football down the field or they're going to give him more opportunities. I didn't particularly like the game plan with our quarterback. I felt that they needed to get him out in the flats a little bit more. They needed some designed runs, you know, with him because he's very capable. And I saw a lot of straight drops, you know, five-step dropbacks in in the pocket and I wonder how much of that they have in the offense because two is not a not a rollout guy. Exactly. No roll left, but that's it. You know? But Mike, you know, you 
you know, as as things are presented to you, you have to make these adjustments. I mean, well, I know you, all that, you can't but, just you know, say, just, hey, they got to they got to pick during the week what it is they're going to do because they don't have a time. They don't have time to do a lot. So Listen, they know, didn't have priorities. I'm not saying they had to change the whole playbook, but my goodness, when if you've got a, a quarterback that brings different elements to a football game, then you have to incorporate it. You can't just run the same offense. And I felt that. You know, they, they need, if in fact Thompson quarterbacks this week, they're going to have to incorporate that sort of stuff or you're going to wind up with nine points again. And, um, you know, I think it's an absolute necessity. You have to adjust. You have to, I mean, right now they should be working on plays that, that are, that are, that are going to help him. You know, they're, they're going to put him in a better position. Let him do things that he does better. Um, you know, put him in that position to make plays, you know, have him roll out left or right and, and have him take off and run the football on design plays, you know, get well, him out. I don't of know how much time you got to spend on that, Lewis, if you're planning on starting Bridgewater. And I don't know that to be the case. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying if Thompson is in fact your quarterback, right. I mean, my thought is Mike today is Tuesday, right? Or today's Monday, actually. Monday. Yeah. My thinking is is that you're going to see a lot of these guys get first team reps because you know you don't know what Bridgewater's situation is going yep. to be. I mean, it's going to be extremely cold. There may be snow. They and- said he could have played yesterday in an emergency. Really? Yes. Okay, so maybe they were just saying, "Hey, let's try and get past this game." Yep. So we have him for Buffalo, but yep. one way or another, I think because of the injury and because he may not be effective throwing the football with a broken finger. Um, you, you're going to probably see a lot of these guys, both of these guys get first team reps this week. And, um, you know, they've got to come up with something because yesterday's effort, you know, in the game plan is not going to be enough. The running game is definitely a positive. It's going to be hampered, though, with Mustard out. If he's out, yes. I mean, yeah. everything's so up in the air, Mike, right now with this football team. I mean, it's. There's so many question marks. I mean, you know, we may want to do our preview show <laughs> on Thursday, so there's a few more que- you know questions answered possibly because, I mean, I, I just don't know, you know, what what our offensive line's going to look like, what our what our backfield's going to look like. Um, you know, we lost Gaskins for the season, right? So yep. I mean, you know, if if Mozart in fact doesn't go, you, you know, mad. you're you're basically down to Ahmed and Wilson. Yep. You know, so and they have an, they have another kid on the practice squad. Yes. You know, Sanders was big yesterday. Um, you know, we can't we cannot he scored all our points yesterday, so we can't we can't not mention him. He was I mean, Mr. Automatic yesterday. Fifty yarder at the end, boy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was like, <laughs> Man, oh man, can we just I think please, every dolphin fan was on pins please. and needles when he was going up to kick that ball. Lord, lordy, lordy. I was like praying. Can you just get this through? Can we just do something right at some point and just Yep. You know, and it was so funny, Mike, because we, you know, there was a Pittsburgh Steeler fan sitting in front of us as we were watching, you know, the fourth quarter. And, you know, damn well, you know, he was watching both games because they have these sure. big screens. Sure, he's hoping Pittsburgh's on. getting in there. So he's rooting against us. Oh, yeah. And he's looking at the Buffalo New England game and he's like, all right, you know, that game's going well. And he's looking at our game and he's got a big smile on his face because the Jets are there, you know. 
and it's nip and tuck. Then at the end, he kicks that 50-yarder through, and the guy was just so pissed because my daughter was screaming in his ear, yeah! <laughs> you know, and it was just hysterical to watch. The guy was just absolutely miserable because you know he really thought that uh, you know the Steelers were going to get in there, and um, you know Sanders uh, put an end to that. So that was good to see. I mean, he's been very good over the last month. Um, I think he's missed one out of his last what twelve or thirteen kicks. So um, it's actually more than that. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's good. That's yep. good. That's that's what we want. I mean, that's why he's getting paid the big money, a fifty yarder at the end of the game. No, you know, no easy kick ever. You know, a crucial. It's you know, it's last. It's putting you in the playoffs. There's a lot of pressure on that kick. I mean, I know how I felt when he went. You know, and how nervous I was. You know, when when he was lining up. Exactly. And I'm sure every Dolphin fan's like, "Come on, please get it through." So, I mean, it, it was great to see, and, um, you know, it was nice to beat the Jets. Yeah, they did what uh, they had to do. They did what they had to do, uh, very, very shorthanded. We just have to tighten up some things, Mike, you know, and, you know, hopefully we can compete, um, you know, like we did the, the, a couple of weeks ago against Buffalo. Yeah, well, we I mean, competed both times we played them this year, so I'd like to think they're going to go up and compete with them again, maybe come out on the winning side. Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. Well, predictions are Wednesday, so I'm not yeah, going there. Predictions and, and discussing the game, and, you know, a lot's going to depend on how healthy we are. Um, I truly believe we can compete. It just depends on what the circumstances, because I got, I heard a report last night that there is a possibility that Tua can play. I don't know how true that is. Well, I don't know how any, how anybody could know that when you're still in uh, the concussion protocol, and that's top secret. Yeah, I mean, it, when me, they're in there, nobody can talk about it. Mike, it's really weird because ninety nine point nine percent of the time, when these guys go in the concussion protocol, they're well, I shouldn't say 99.9, but a very, very, very high percentage. They're back after one week. Yeah. You know, they're in it for about a week. And yeah, they may miss a game or it's three or four days. They, they keep testing them, so on and so forth. In very few situations do you see guys out for multiple, multiple weeks. It, it's, it's not, it doesn't happen that often. So, you know, it'll be interesting. I mean, I don't know if it's the best scenario. Well, you know, with two in his history, I, I don't fault them for keeping him out as long as they feel like they need to keep him out. Oh, absolutely. There's no question about it. But, um, you know, it's playoffs. And, I know. Uh, you know. I know. It's, it's not helping us any, but, uh, you, know, the, uh, you know, life comes NFL. before football. Absolutely. Well, if that's the situation, Mike, then, you know, he's, you know, if, if he does, in fact, clear the concussion protocol, um, yeah. you know, he clears the tests, you know, I mean, it's, it's a situation where, what are you going to do? You're going to hold him out because he, well, he's got to make a decision. the coach, he wanted to play Sunday, you know? So, yeah, exactly. You know, so if that's true. And I have no reason to believe it isn't. Then he's going to want to play the minute he's given clearance to play. Yep. I mean, listen, you know, the dolphins are getting, are going to be in a situation where, you know the guy hasn't played in in two and a half two and a half games, right? Yeah. I mean, so you know, or is it two games? Because he did finish the one game. It came out after the fact, so he's missed two games. So it's been it's going to be three weeks without him 
uh, playing in a, in a football game. So, I mean, honestly, Mike, if you were to ask me who I want this week, I, I, I honestly, I couldn't honestly give you a definitive answer on that. And I'm sure you feel the same way. I, I don't know what I want, you know? <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't know if I want two in there, you know, after being out all these weeks. Bridgewater, I mean, he, you know, he hasn't been able to finish games. And Thompson's very raw. So, I mean, I don't know what our best, you know, I guess Tua would probably our Tua would, is your best chance to win. Our, our yes. best chance to win. But, you know, that's questionable. I mean, I would, th- I would sway in that direction. But, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I, honestly, I just don't know. Well, look, we don't know how rusty he's going to be. I don't know how much practice he needs to be ready. You know, I'm, everybody's different that way. But, uh, you know, if you're going to ask me which quarterback I'd want out there, it would be Tua because he's the number one quarterback. Right. You know, so we, we need his expertise of the offense and, uh, you know, we, we need him to get everybody lined up where they're supposed to be, you know, all that stuff. And uh, nobody's going to do it like he's going to do it because he's been doing it since August. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this. If, in fact, Tua plays the football game, he's got to get a full week of practice in. I mean, he can't come back on Thursday and then just throw him into a football game on Sunday. I mean, he's got to. They, he's got to be practicing starting today, tomorrow. Well, he has they to have, have clearance first. to do on-field work while he's in the protocol. And, exactly. You know, it's, there's different stages to it. Yes. That's towards the end, you know, the end stages. Right. And I don't know that he's there yet. So exactly. We'll I mean, it, it has to be a situation where he's cleared today and yeah. he's practicing the rest of the week because otherwise – if they clear him on Wednesday and he has a practice Thursday and Friday and they throw him out there on Sunday, I, I, don't, I don't think that's the best scenario for the football team. I just don't. Yep. You know, you don't want – what I'm getting at is you don't want them to force the issue. That's, that's all. Oh, I don't, I don't think they're going to. I honestly don't. But I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, we've seen it time in and time in, time and time like again Like I said, he wants to play. So, you know, yeah. he's, he's going to be doing what he can do to get out there. Agreed. So we'll see what happens. But that's but, what you, you know, want. We got to right? win. We're in the playoffs. I mean, you know, concussion aside, that's what you want from your quarterback. You want him being out. You want him to want to be out there. Yes, his desire, Mike, is you know you, you don't you can't you can't question. I mean, you know, I question his physical attributes and all that, but but his desire is there. You know, he he's there. You know, he wants to. He wants to I don't know if you noticed yesterday, but there was a clip of him um, congratulating everybody as they came off the field. No, I did not see that. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, that was nice to see. That's awesome. So he was there yesterday. Yes, he was in street clothes, but, you know, he was there. But he was there. Gotcha. Awesome. Very good. Very, very good. We're in the playoffs, Mike. First time in how many years? It's been a long time. How many? What is it, 16 years? Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. We were in 08 and 2016. We were Matt Moore. Yeah. Yeah. The year Matt Moore had to play for Tannehill because he was hurt. I think we yep. played Pittsburgh up in Pittsburgh. Yep. And that was a quick game. <laughs> that was an ugly game. Yep. Very yeah, ugly. I always think of what, last time we won one, which was back in, uh, what, 2000? Uh, it's too long ago, Mike. Yeah. You know, I'm old, you're old, 
anybody who remembers that is somewhat old. I don't like going well, back. Well, I remember it. Lamar Smith had a great game. I remember it too, but it was it seemed like ages upon ages it ago. It was ages upon ages ago. Too many bad <laughs> seasons in between. But, yeah, it's uh, way too many. But hopefully we're getting toward the end of that. Hopefully they're, they're going to build a program here that's going to work and uh, uh, look better than the last seven coaches, you know, <laughs> yeah, however many I mean, it's that's, been. That's yeah, that's uh, that's another conversation in yeah. itself, and it's too late in this one to get started with that. So yeah, we'll, no, uh, we're not going there. It's yeah. it's it's going to give me a headache. Yeah, absolutely, it gives me a headache every day. Every day, about it. every day. Oh, oh absolutely, man. and we talk about it just about every day. So you know my thoughts, but we'll we'll get into all that. For now, we'll enjoy the moment, and we're in the playoffs. There's teams that aren't in the playoffs. There's what sixteen of them. Yeah, wouldn't you it know, be something if we go up there and beat them, Mike? I I think it would, it, it would probably be the biggest upset in playoff history. In in it, it may be in his in the history of the playoffs if we go up there in under the circumstances and beat this team. Seriously, yep. I truly believe that. Yep. I don't know how many. I mean, we're a ten point plus underdog right now. I don't know how many ten. 10-plus underdogs in the playoffs have won football games, but I'm sure they're few and far between. Well, yeah, we'll see. We uh, shall see. Hopefully they go up, give good effort, and put themselves in a position to where they can win the game, and then we'll see what happens. Exactly. There you go. All right, Lewis. Uh, I understand you're going to be uh, off the next show, right? Um, not certain about that it just depends on when we decide to do it mike so we'll see okay we'll talk about it later thursday's uh, a possibility if we do it wednesday probably no well we can do it later in the week that's not a problem all right uh but we'll we'll figure that out uh thanks for joining me this afternoon and thanks for listening everybody we really do appreciate it uh if i can uh Help you guys get in touch with me. I have a Twitter at uh, Oh Mikey Boy at Twitter, and uh, what's Daniel call ours? Uh, the Fin Fans Podcast. Mike on Twitter. You're asking me a question that I am not certain. Daniel talks extremely fast, and usually it's near the end of the show. Where I believe it's Fin Fans Podcast. Yeah, but, it's uh, something to that effect. Yeah, you, you'll find it if you search for it. Yes, and, and, and that's ridiculous that neither one of us know it. But well, he's running it, so he know he knows it. I'm not running it. I'm doing my own thing. Uh huh. So All right. anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. As I said, and uh, we'll talk to you later in a week. Until then, fins up, everybody. Fins up, doll fans. Let's get healthy. Yeah, good idea. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin podcast network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care. Podcast Network.